Hello and welcome to this installment of the J.R. Cast Jr. Podcast, brought to you, recorded by the internet. Hello, welcome, and thank you for joining me on this episode, this fine day, whichever day you're listening to it, I'm sure it's a fine day. People open windows, they leave their houses, just for a short walk, it's a fine day. Sorry, I hope I don't get copyright infringement on that. Yeah, just kidding, because it's a cover, albeit a terrible one, and I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I'm just a law professor. Anyway, thank you for uh, listening in, downloading in, uh, down, downloading into your ear this episode. Yes. So, how are you? How are you? No, really, how are you? Okay, I have your microphone turned on. I can hear you right now, so... Go ahead and feel free to reply. How how are you? No, no, I'll wait. Google will let me know when you respond. Fine, whatever. You know, I don't care how you are. Um, but it's a fine day. So there you go. This morning, I want to talk about a couple of things. One, man, our bodies are stupid. You know how stupid your body is? Just as stupid as mine. That's how stupid it is. No, it's uh, (laughs) a... So I've been trying to lose some weight. And I've been trying to do it reasonably, uh, slowly. uh, You know, trying to be a little smart about it. Not just trying to make small adjustments. You know, I've started logging what I eat. Just being a little more conscientious. Conscientious conscientious you know that word yeah I'm trying to trying to be that um, trying to do some meal prepping because that's like the like one of the biggest I guess tools and I have to agree so far to staying within your your goals as far as like eating is to meal prep something healthy because then you don't have to think about it during the week like uh, last week I meal prepped mm, most of the week's breakfast. I made some uh, still cut oatmeal. I know, very fancy. Organic still cut is organic because that's all they had. I, I don't care if it's organic or not, really. But that's all the store had, so I got that. Well, that's all I had in still cut variety. Um, they had all sorts of instant and quick oats and regular rolled oats. And By the way, don't get the instant. It's it's kind of junk. It, it's and I it, it may even I don't know the, the nutritional value may even suffer. I'm not sure about that, but those things are are like super processed and rolled so thin. Um, yeah, I mean, okay for you, Joseph, Mr. Microwave King. I guess it makes sense because. That's one of the benefits. You pop in the microwave, bing, done. With rolled oats, uh, I don't know if you can, but you know what you can do with rolled oats? You can soak them. So you can, you know, soak them overnight. You don't even have to, you don't have to cook them. They just swell up on their own. But anyway, yeah, uh, so I made a bunch of oatmeal and uh, that worked really well because I even, 
portioned it into separate containers, you know, and I partially prepped it. I left, uh, well, what, what I did was I took some blueberries and I stuck them in a separate container. We have these easy fine lid containers, which also happen to conveniently stack and snap together. So I paired, you know, the oatmeal with the blueberries. Get a big container of oatmeal and a little container of blueberries. So that worked really well. I didn't do that this week. That was terrible. Um, so this week has been not the best, but not the worst. Ain't oatmeal for the most part. Went to Taco Bell once. Um, I think I was talking, the, talking to you on the phone when I did that. Joseph, my only listener. Um, but yeah. So meal prepping. Yeah, I even did that for lunches. I, I threw, you know, my sandwich meat and cheese in a bag and all the fixings in other bags because you know I, I love a sandwich I love a sandwich I love I love uh, Jimmy John sandwich I love a Deli D sandwich I love an Ike sandwich oh I love me an Ike sandwich oh, oh lord have mercy but what I don't like is opening up my lunch bag get a sandwich and it's already assembled and that's uh, all sogginess and you know it's not even the sogginess that bothers me so much is like I feel like the flavors kind of like the juices all meld into this weird gel like substance and it's well maybe the sogginess does bother me a little bit but yeah I just don't like soggy pre-made sandwiches like that. So I put everything in separate bags. I know. Weird. Whatever. Sue me. No, actually don't sue me. I, I don't have much money and I can't lose what I do have. Um, but yeah, meal prepping. It's great. Um, and I've been tracking my weight. And it's been it's been a bit of a roller coaster. But overall, it looks like my progress is down. So that's that's good. Uh, in fact, I need to I need to track today's weigh-in. I have an app that reminds me to weigh myself every day. But our bodies are dumb. Because, incidentally, as I've been doing this, well, maybe it's not too surprising. I've been seeing things at the beginning of the year uh, surrounding weight loss. But <laughs> I just saw this video on... Why it's so hard to lose weight by SciShow. It's great. It's a great YouTube series. You should watch it. It's like little three to six minute videos on science. Uh, because science. And uh, the question, they always answer a question. It's like, it's basically like a question of the day kind of show. And uh, the question was, why is it so hard to lose weight? Basically because your body overcompensates for a calorie deficit yeah it's I mean long story short you lose weight your body gets angry and becomes more efficient at holding on to said weight but you know maybe you still lose weight uh, after you're done losing your weight and you reached your goal your body's like mm -mm, I'm not adjusting anything I'm still hungry, even though maybe you, you bring your caloric intake up to 
a sustainable normal level because you I mean you went to deficit to lose weight so you after you reach your goal you bring it back up and you're like yeah I'm just gonna maintain now because I reached my goal and your body's like mm -mm. I'm gonna send you all sorts of signals that you're hungry and then when you eat that piece of pizza oh boy I'm literally gonna like release crack in your brain and and you're gonna be addicted to pizza and every bite you're gonna want 10 more bites yeah it's and so not only does your body do that, it will also become more efficient at using your your blood glucose instead of converting fat into energy. And after you lose the weight, your metabolic rate will drop and it never goes back up. Well, at least not in like a few months, maybe even a couple of years, it still stays at its low level. So that, you know, that one time you're like, oh, I'm going to splurge on this uh, hella fat bastard for bikes. And you overshoot your caloric need for the day. Your body's not going to burn anything extra. It's just going to hold on to that. It sucks. It's stupid. I'm angry about this. Why are our bodies so stupid? Um, so I guess, um, yeah, I maybe maybe somebody has some methods on on how to uh, reset your body, or you know, maybe that's what the magic diet pill should be. You know, we talk about magic diet pill. Melt the fat right off your body. Go from fat to skinny. In no time at all. Maybe it should be like, okay, you lost some weight. Take this pill. It's going to rebalance your chemicals, your your brain to body signals. And so as long as you go back to eating a normal, you know, caloric need for the day, you'll be fine. And if you splurge once in a while, that's okay because your metabolic rate went back up to normal. Or at least close to it. So, yeah, go ahead and have that cheeseburger. Just, you know, go on a run one extra day of the week or something. That's what the diet magic pill should, should probably do. Just reset your body. Like, it's okay. Calm down. We're not dying. You're actually killing us by making us want to eat pizza because you, you made it crack to us. So chill out body and don't be so fat so yeah that's 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 oh crap that's my proposal for the magic diet pill what do you think i think it's a great idea This episode brought to you by My Life from Thailand. Remember? You, me, boom, boom, me, ding, ding. Now pregnant. I have your baby. Hello, and thank you for coming back. Even though you really didn't go anywhere, I'm the one who went somewhere, and I'm thanking you for coming back. Ironic. So uh, the other thing I want to 
touch upon on this episode is can we all really just stop being outraged and offended by everything um well i mean not everything there are lots of things to be outraged and offended by but oh boy oh boy that was a bad driving decision on my part um i almost died don't worry about it it's cool anyway um so yeah this i i don't know if you know so there's some controversy surrounding Liam Neeson and if you can't tell on where I stand already um, let me let me give you the the quick backstory so he did an interview where basically he said back in his younger days he had a friend that was raped by a black man and so angry that he started walking up and down a historically black densely populated areas walking up and down the street with a giant stick hoping someone would just start something so he can beat the ever living crap out of them um, and I I, I guess it's because he said black bastard and the rage and that he was just targeting black people which makes sense you know that's really come on it's like come on dude that's just racist um, but anyway he he acknowledged you know this part of his past 40 years ago or so and even acknowledged you know that you know it took a, like four or five days for him to like snap out of it like what are you doing this is this is a terrible idea and I don't know if you know he's I don't know I'm gonna say I don't know a lot because yeah he did it he, he went out with the intention of doing a terrible thing uh, fortunately nothing terrible happened to you know anybody in, including himself I guess but it's like, all right, has he had any other incidences where he's been racist or, I don't know, violent? If yes, then hmm. And if he hasn't, so he, he had a dark moment. People have dark moments, you know. Y'all aren't perfect, but, you know, half the internet, n no surprise is outraged you're like oh my god this guy is terrible and racist like okay you know what i listened to the interview and it sounded like he was just acknowledging a dark moment in his past and you know unless they start digging up stuff like in his more recent past that point to him you know basically being a, a bigot or something then i'm just inclined to be like all right well you know what that was a dark moment for you thank you for sharing thank you for not you know giving into that darkness um and you know learning from it and you know it was like the most possible scenario you know where you just have the thought nothing happens and then you're like oh let's not do that that was a disaster that i just averted 
or avoid it. So, yeah, I mean, the man had a dark moment. And until they start digging up things in the more recent past to say that that's in line with who he is as a person now, then I don't care. I mean, I understand, you know, like some of the talk shows or whatever are like canceling his appearances or whatever. I'm like, yeah, they kind of have to distance themselves because this is like fresh. I'm sure it's nothing personal. But I saw his interview on, he did a subsequent interview on Good Morning America to try to explain. And basically he just rehashed, you know, his, his dark moment. And then the interviewer was like, well, that's, I applaud you for doing that, but, you know, why don't you apologize for, I, I don't even know what she was asking for an apology for. He didn't do anything. Um, I think her ask was like for scaring a theoretical black man that could have been her. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know what she was. I mean, she. You could tell too by her her body language that she was like a little like uh, offensive, I guess, or defensive. Offended? Defensive? I don't know. She was a little off-putting. And he actually, I think he got uh, defensive. And he was like, oh, yeah, she's all, you know, why don't you apologize for the, you know, person you could have possibly hurt? He's like, well, yeah, or, or I could have got hurt myself. Which is true. I mean, he could have got the ever-living crap beat out of him. But that's besides the point. That was just a defensive reaction on his part, as far as I'm concerned. I, I just think it's dumb that... Like, what does he have to apologize for? Other than, you know what? That's somebody who he was at that moment. And thankfully, that person went away. And no longer exists. Like I said, until you bring forth evidence otherwise that there was underneath the surface. There was always this black-hating me and Neeson. And who knows? Maybe there will be in the future. And I'll, you know, talk about them. Like, holy crap, he's a, he's a big fat jerk. But... Anyway, can I just I just feel like lately if you're not perfect and you don't have a perfect past then people just want to crucify you and it's it's getting annoying.